Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sunday League Pundits, powered by cool bet canada we are back once again it's myself liam we got brett and we got wazinho it's the new year it's another week of football we gotta go over welcome to 2023 a lot's happened already in like the six days that it's been since uh since the the, the countdown went and uh, yeah the ball it, dropped at times square it, it feels like life has returned to normal in a sense especially during that little new year's break like it just everything felt weird i don't know like we recorded our new year's you know recap the whatever and then we took a little bit of a break just because the holidays and everything but yeah we're back and it feels like there's so much goddamn football every day i don't i'm losing track like is it just me but i liked the world cup schedule where it was kind of like 8 a.m 12 p.m and then with the Premier League and all these leagues, it feels like everything's all over the place. You got Premier League, then you got Carabao Cup, now you got FA Cup. I feel like the football schedule is just all over the place now. The World Cup was nice and structured. There is definitely a ton of fixtures happening, and it's it's just going to get crazy from here because the leagues have to end at the same time as normal. But there's just a month gap for the for the World Cup. But it's it's crazy to me how much football is going to be happening here the next. But I think before we get into the leagues, can we talk about the major move that happened in world football? Because we haven't discussed it yet. Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say, Brett, how was your new year? <laughs> it was good. I went to the Oilers game. I lost my glasses. That's why I don't have my glasses forever? on. Yeah, no, they're somewhere on 104th. I went to put them in my pocket. They're somewhere there. Didn't want to find them the next morning, so... Ripper Rooney's yeah. Brett's yeah. glasses, everybody. Toss that, uh, toss that in the chat. Cristiano yes. Ronaldo, two hundred million pound fucking contract. He's a player for Al Nassar. Interesting press conference he had as well. All that, like, I don't even know what to make of it. Oh, oh, by the way, we'll get to the other news later as well. There's a lot of shit that happens since our last podcast. You're all over the place, lad. Yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry. Holy, talking over people, getting over it. Holy. Yes, Cristiano Ronaldo has agreed a deal with Al Nasir. He hasn't played yet, but he has been unveiled. He has had his press conference. He was there today, I believe, as they played. Uh, it is a like what was it? It's a two-year deal. Um, he the, the numbers are ridiculous. Simply, simply ridiculous. In American dollars, he earns over two hundred million a season. Which equals sixteen point six million a month, 
which equals 548,000 per day. Per day. I wish. wish. 550K a day. I'm trying to figure out what to order from somewhere. And I can't even get it. <laughs> I'm looking at my bank account. Oh fuck! This guy's getting five hundred five, five hundred and five k, five hundred and fifty a day, a, a day. day. Yeah, if only, if only, right. But now like, they're talking about like all the all these players who might be joining him there, and is but, that really? Al Nasir, uh, they, they they did talk about how he wanted Sergio Ramos to join him. There was talk about he's like, oh. Uh, I believe it's the head coach. He goes, oh, I, I, I wish we had gotten Messi. And I was like, well, it's a bit of a dig at Ronaldo. <laughs> He's just showed up. Like, yeah, but I wish we had Lionel. <laughs> but uh, in, I, I want to talk like in terms of sports contracts. Does this change the game a little bit? Because we talked about that in terms of Mbappe's deal. When Kylian Mbappe signed his new PSG deal, and it was all the perks of being part of like a sporting director and this and that, and having like a higher role in the club, it was like this changes the game for potential generational talents in any sport. You know, like if you if you went back to LeBron James in Cleveland, like like the original time, could he have signed a massive deal like this where he was the part owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers? Who knows? Maybe because Mbappe does it. Why can't it be brought over to the NBA or the NFL or any other sport? But two hundred million a season is definitely the biggest contract we've ever seen in terms of any professional athlete. Is this a trend now, where 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 players can just go cash in like this? Look where he's going. I mean, think about look where he's going and how much he has to get paid to go do that. No, I don't think it's going to be a trend. There's there's no way. Unless you want to go sign somewhere like that and get that money. That's the only way that they're going to get players to go out there anyways, to overpay. That guy, he shouldn't be getting that much money. He wouldn't have got that much money anywhere else that's actually serious about the product that's on the pitch. But he's not. It's, it's so weird seeing Cristiano Ronaldo in Saudi Arabia. It's very weird. Somebody, uh, it was uh, Liam from Kicked Back said to me, "How?" And it was a decent. It's a something that we can talk. About. It's whatever. It is what it is. But how is this different? I have an answer to this. I think that's the best way to put this. But I want to pose this to you, anyways. What is the difference between Ronaldo going to Saudi Arabia and David Beckham going to LA Galaxy? I, I, to me, it, it, and, and I was, I was originally saying, like, I felt like Ronaldo should have went to the MLS potentially right. to kind of revive, not really revive, but rejuvenate his reputation in world football. Cause right now his reputation outside of Ronaldo fanboys, it's kind of muddy, right? So I feel like if he went to the MLS and he helped take it to another level, kind of like Beckham did before the world cup, that would have been awesome. I think Americans maybe would have loved Ronaldo and what he could have done for the game there. Like, I'm, I question what his impact. But then again, you look at it, it's like, well, let's say Cristiano Ronaldo has that David Beckham effect, but in Saudi Arabia, in the Middle East, for football. But, but the question but, that Brett's asking is very interesting because when David Beckham signed for the LA Galaxy, it was a relatively unrespected league. It was a relatively lucrative contract because I believe 
the money he was making was astronomical for MLS, but there was also clauses in David Beckham's contract, which allowed him to buy a spot in an MLS franchise for a fraction of the price of what it would cost. Hence him now owning inter Miami. Um, it's a very interesting question because yeah. so so Ronaldo goes Ronaldo goes to Saudi Arabia, but David Beckham going to MLS. Beckham maybe got some respect for going to the MLS, maybe. And yes, although he cashed out and went to go live the luxurious lifestyle, Ronaldo's doing the same. The difference is, I think the biggest difference is Ronaldo's in the GOAT conversation. David Beckham, good, not great. I yeah, but saying, David Beckham at the time was one of the best players in the world. He was because like, very marketable. He was a marketable hey, player. And what is Ronaldo? He's marketable too, right? Oh, extremely marketable. It's just, but right? it, it's it. It'd be like I don't know. Like, like it'd be like watching Diego Maradona going to go play for I don't know, fucking Shamrock Rovers. You're like, this doesn't <laughs> this doesn't work. Like, so my answer to this question that Liam Robin from uh, Kicks Back asked was the geopolitical issues. That's what the big difference is. I mean, I, you mentioned the contract, Liam. This is what the contract was for David Beckham. Beckham was the first player signed under this rule, which was the designated player rule, which now we've seen players like uh, um, uh, Jordan uh, Shakiri, We see Bernard Deshi down there. Yeah, Slatan, there you go. Uh, Gareth Bale, Chiellini, whatever. Um Signing a lucrative contract with Los Angeles Galaxy worth up to $250 million over five years uh, he, with direct uh, with guaranteed uh, compensation from MLS and Galaxy at $6.5 million per year. So, yes, it is a big deal. It's but uh, my thing is or the my difference is is looking at what was going on between the two countries at the time. He's going into what the Bush administration in the states Ugh. and to, compared to what Ronaldo's going into in Saudi Arabia, right? The eyes of the footballing world have been in and on the Middle East for the past few months now, the build up to the World Cup and then yeah. Qatar itself. Qatar, with all the shitstorm that happened in the build-up to that World Cup, with all the human rights atrocities and workers' violations, everything that happened, Qatar was able to spin themselves in a very positive light, I think. Um, the, tournament, the tournament went well. There was no big hiccups. The The gameplay was great, but also like the, the, the reaction of people at the games, they really enjoyed the country of Qatar. They liked how it was set up. They liked the the ability to travel around the country. The relatively fan zones easy. were apparently really good. Yeah, there was lots of positivity coming out of that Qatar World Cup. The issue is Saudi Arabia hasn't had the positive spin that Qatar has recently. Well, and I mean, Saudi Arabia is trying to, you know, get the World Cup in 2030 as well, right? So yes, and Saudi Arabia's um, been big in terms of other events as well. It was WWE was there? Um, mm -hmm. There was there's the Saudi Arabian F1 Grand Prix. There's a lot of events that happen in Saudi Arabia, and they're trying to get more and more Western eyes, which is just a oh. branding market, and it. It's understandable. You want to look good for yourself, right? Just to talk about the MLS real quickly, I would have loved to see Ronaldo playing for a sporting Kansas City. 
Isn't that ridiculous? They were how, really, is, how are they the leading team? I don't know. Really, yeah. No uh, you get, it, I, I'm sure this is kind of old news, but yeah, they, they held a meeting before the Morgan, uh, Piers Morgan interview. Then one more with concrete talks about the prospects of CRC and play for Can- Kansas City. Like, yeah, the salary package was huge, but Ronaldo decided to play go to Al Nassar. So the, I think I think when that when that name is up for grabs and you're trying to maybe establish yourself as one of those big boys in MLS, think your LA Galaxy, LAFC, Inter Miami, fucking it, Kansas. I understand. There's a difference trying. between trying to become big if you're Chicago Fire 100%. and not Kansas City, Missouri. But if they have the money available, yeah, and I think they're, 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 they're hosting a World Cup. Cool. I think I think they have they're hosting their yeah. host city. So it's Kansas City, Kansas City was 12th in the Western Conference last year with 11 wins. Hey, Are you kidding me? Hey, Toronto hey, FC hey. was pretty garbage. They got Bertajewski and and, and who's not Ronaldo? And it's Toronto, Ontario. But going back to Ronaldo, I, I did find it interesting how he said, "I can say now that many opportunities in Europe, many clubs in Brazil, in Australia, U.S., and even in Portugal, many clubs tr- tried to sign me. I gave my word to this club only to Al Nassar." And, it sounds weird because you know it's Ronaldo. He really wanted to play in the Champions League. He wanted to play in Europe. It seemed it's it's all so weird. And why he went to Al Nassar? Everyone knows dollar bills, it's, dollar bills. Again, I say five hundred and fifty thousand dollars a day, a day. I, it'd be hard to say no to that. Like I'm like, yeah, Champions League school hard was hard to say no. It'd be hard to say no to. Hey, I'll give you ten thousand dollars a day. I'd be like. Alright, I'll take ten grand a day. Yeah, this guy's going five hundred and fifty. It's I'll crazy. Walk down this year if you want me to. If you like, Jesus, really? Hey, I'll but walk, you I'll know, walk Saudi Arabia. Man United, my, my we'll get there. United want to sign their uh, Abu Bakar, his his teammate, and Al Nassar. Want to sign him? <sighs> apparently, apparently they're linked right. to him. Hey, no. they need a backup. You just signed Jack Butland of all people. So yes, yes, um, exactly. <laughs> I rest my kids. We're saving money, baby. Uh, anything else we want to talk about Ronaldo at all? No. Do you think he will have a positive spin on Saudi Arabia, on Middle Eastern football, or is this just the last I think, year of a cash grab and I, he goes I off know. to the sunset? I think he's gone by uh, the summer. Really? Wow. I think he goes to the MLS or something like I, that. I found it funny time. also, like all these Ronaldo fanboys who are saying, well, look at how many followers Ronaldo's bringing to Al Nassar. Look at the followers. Who cares? Who gives a fuck about followers? Well, that's, but saw, that's money for the, the, uh, yeah, the club. Yeah, but right? what does that do on the pitch? Nothing. I saw one tweet that said the Messi Damn. effect, and it was the Argentina logo going from two stars to three stars, and then the Al Nasir Instagram going from like 500,000 to like 14 million. It was like the Ronaldo effect. Who's your goat? I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, there you <laughs> Instagram go. Followers, sorry. World Cup. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brad, for being rude there. Um, and in mm-hmm. and, and recent news, 50 Cent reveals Eminem turned down 8 million to form at the World Cup, apparently. Wow. <laughs> Could you imagine Eminem performing at the World Cup? There's no way. There could you uh, no Eminem no. in Qatar. <laughs> that's per- exactly he, he has performed in the Middle East before. Oh, I'm me massive stan, right? I, I watch all the for 2026. 
But you maybe, but then again, I I mean, yeah, Straight Ronaldo. Up, though, I wonder who 2026 will be as the headline musician and whether it's like the, the song of the World Cup or the opening act. Drake, They're going to have someone pretty big, I'm pretty sure. Jay-Z. Beyonce. Bro, it's it's going to be 2026. If it's Jay-Z and Beyonce. <laughs> Man, 63 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Um, Sean Mendes. Oi, Sean Mendes. <laughs> We're moving on from that question. Yeah, no, Let's talk true. about the actual football that has occurred since. The... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. One more thing. One more oh. thing we forgot to mention. Sorry. Uh-oh. Pele. Hey. Oh, yes. Hey. <laughs> hey. You know what? I have often disrespected Pele. In terms of saying, I have. I way to start I, this off. I, I have. I have always, not always. I have often disrespected him by saying he's not in my conversation of greatest of all time because he never did it in Europe. That was my always my argument. However, when you see things he did, creativity, skill wise, the man was a technical genius, and I believe it's like what Infantino and half the footballing world has said. His greatest quality was his ability to bring people, the viewers, the the eyes, the attention, because of his great showmanship, his great playing ability, his great just fun and love for the game. I would so, say, you know what? Recipes to Pele. The guy was great. Pele was the ultimate pioneer for football. You know, when it comes to footballing abilities skill some of some of the things he did translated so much further into the game you see so many footballers doing what he did now johan croy after he he was just like i said a pioneer an inventor um who knows where the game of football would be without him right and the way you know he played in the u.s for a bit i'm pretty sure uh with the new york cosmos and just Incredible, incredible human being. And then Infantino saying how they're, they're going to try and name a stadium after him at, in every country. I think that's a little odd. Is, is that odd? I think that statement is maybe taking a little bit out of context. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's kind of like, you know, every every country should try to remember him in their own way, maybe yes. kind of thing. But, but I, I understand what he was trying to say. So I, I hear in Canada, I don't know, like, where are we going to name a stadium after Pele? BMO Field. Oshawa, yeah. Ontario, baby. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Think, F- I think Brampton. If FC no, but, Empton but, ever comes back, you took my joke. <laughs> that was going to be mine. You should call it Clark Park, Pele Park. Like <laughs> that Pele Park. Hey, there you go. Uh, we no, got to pronounce it like like Will Ferrell's Pele Park. The Pele Ball. <laughs> yeah. But shout out to Pele, obviously. Um, yeah. Anything else? Uh, you want to get to the football now? I just wanted to say there's a reason why everybody says that he is the most recognizable, probably athlete of all time next to Muhammad Ali. And so many uh, athletes, so many footballers say that what you see on the pitch now, Pele did it first. So there's a reason to that. More than a RIP, great. Exactly. Exactly. RIP to the king. All righty. On to the football. I I woke up very early. Very, very early. Uh, I woke up at 5 a.m. The game's at 5.30 on January 2nd. So, you know, maybe you're still rocking that uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day hangover. I wasn't hungover. I was just extremely tired. Day after day after day of late night, early morning. Late night, early morning. But I woke up at 5 a.m. to watch 
the old firm, the Glasgow Derby, whatever you like to call it, whatever side of Glasgow you may be on. And it did not disappoint. It was a very exciting, very important game for the SPFL. Going into this match, Celtic had a nine-point advantage at the top of the table. So it was a must-win game for Rangers in terms of keeping their nose in that title hunt. But uh, Michael Beal, the former QPR uh, manager, uh, he was the assistant at Rangers under Steven Gerrard. He took uh, took uh, he was a manager of Rangers now, took place in his first old firm. And uh, it did start great for him because uh, three and a half minutes in, Mr. Dyson Maeda, fast as fuck boy, he comes running through the middle. Alfredo Morelos, the fat boy, as uh, Greg Taylor called him middle of the game. It was the best moment I've ever seen on live television. You can lip read that man perfectly. He just had to get out of my face, fat boy. And um, <laughs> yeah, he gave the ball away. Maida shrugs off Tavernier, puts the ball in the back of the net. Four and a half minutes in, three and a half minutes in, whatever you want to say. Ah, going to halftime, he was looking very rosy for the green and white side. And um, I don't know what happened going into the second half it uh, fell apart a little bit mm. 47th minute ryan kent sort of very good goal i don't want to blame my canadian compatriot mr alistair johnson but he was oh. marking ryan kent he did get beat but you know what over 90 minutes alistair johnson had a very good game especially mm. for a celtic debut in such a big game I have no complaints. He had a very good match. But Ryan Kent does equalize 47th minute. By the 53rd, it was 2-1 Rangers. The worst penalty I've ever seen given in my life. Um, (laughs) Fashion Sakala, the Rangers forward, steps on our center back, proceeds to fall over, and Rafa goes, clear pen, all day clear pen. Then Joe Hart goes, hey, do you want to go to VAR, review that? Rafa goes, no, no need. I got this. Don't worry. Penalty. Meanwhile, clearly there's not a single touch from Starfeld onto the striker, but we move. It's 2-1 Rangers. Uh, it took up until the 88th minute before Celtic drew back level. Uh, Kyogo Furuhashi does score to make it 2-2. Good goal, actually, by Kyogo. Good finish. But in between that, between those two goals... There was another clear penalty. Uh, Connor Goldson was the best goaltender on the night. Man saved, you know, he's a center back, but he was a great goalkeeper. Uh, clear handball in the box. Referee goes, no, nah, no pen. VAR goes, no, nah, no pen. Everyone Why do you guys goes, even have VAR? I think VAR is actually being run by about a four and a half year old. But, <laughs> but like, the, the entire stadium's like, yep, clear pen. Coaches, clear pen. VAR, nah, play on, boys. Advantage as well. This is a joke. Anyways, it does end 2-2. Still a nine-point gap. A must-win game for Rangers. They did not win. And for some reason, they celebrated. Because that's what happens when you're used to being second best. Oh, boo. This guy stinks. I'm watching right now. Uh, uh, Alistair Johnston go, we don't look at it like VAR screwed us. It was a decision that went against us, but there will be plenty that will hopefully go for us. All we ask for is consistency. Well, he'll get that. It will be consistently shit. It will be. <laughs> hey, had there you go. That's all you're asking for. Since he has joined the club and started especially, he has had the most fun interviews I've ever seen by a Yeah, player. honestly, it feels like and- it. 
And he's a, such a good talker. He is so good next, at it. Next you know? to Ronaldo, I'd say. When it comes to these interviews. No, Alistair Johnson given great little oh, probably, yeah. tidbit to listen to that. He's talking very candidly, very like it's like you're down at a pub, you know, with your mate kind of just having a conversation. He's he's very open and honest. Well, when he was on with Caroline and Liam with Gicked Back, uh, it was like they even said like he's a very down-to-earth person, very easy to talk to. And I think that's what Celtic supporters are very big on. He's he's transparent. He's black and white with what he says. He He's da- straight to the point, and then he goes out there and proves what he's saying on the pitch. Like, I have seen a lot of, of uh, Celtic supporters on Twitter, on social media, just go, we love this guy. He's going hard. He's playing hard. The only thing that mm-hmm. I, I saw people not like not 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 like but just say oh for for next time um is uh the overlapping runs which is fair but also at the same time it's Alistair Johnson and he you don't need to remind him to do that he is he will do uh, make overlapping runs so that's not something to be worried about Celtic supporters he that, will that be was able the one to do thing, that that was the one thing i thought he was very nervous almost to go for especially in the first half he's very much about just defending first and it was fine it was fine because i'm used to seeing alistair johnson play for canada as a right back three kind of thing you know the center back back three so it made sense from why he's a bit more tentative to go forward and defensive but second half he did start to push forward a little bit uh yes yes that is when we conceded goals but first it was his first game it's his debut for the club in the old firm i mean that is a tough game to make your debut and no, I 100% agree. I'm trying to find um, the his stats or assist stats from last year. I've been using a lot of FB reference since I got my new laptop. I am absolutely torching that website uh, just to look at uh, uh, stats and stuff. But uh, no, I, I think, and especially with what he did uh, with Nashville, uh, before he went to even Montreal, he's able to put the ball into the box. And, I mean, yeah, he had Hanny Mukhtar, who is one of the best players in the MLS in uh, um, Nashville. But then he went on to Montreal, a team who is full, like like a full – what's the word I'm looking for? A full mentality type team. They do it as a pack. And that is the type of player they're getting. So I, I really like Alistair Johnson. I'm really excited to see what mm-hmm. he can bring to. Yeah, he'll, uh, and he's he is he is still young. I mean, he's only 24. He'll grow into that team. He'll grow into that role. Andrew Postecoglou has hit gold in pretty much every signing he's made so far. So I'm really looking forward to see what Alistair Johnson can grow into and what he can then grow into for Canada. Because I mean, he'll be a real leader with mm-hmm. great great mentality behind him. He'll help push Canada into a better position as they move forward as a nation, a footballing nation. Also, uh, speaking of transfers earlier this week, by the way, uh, Brighton's barber on McAllister. No talks ongoing, and we don't want any contact. We're quite happy as we are. Uh, That's what he told the Argus. That confirms from Brighton's barber. Brighton's barber. Yeah. Like the barber of the team. Yeah. No, that's not his name. No, that's the fucking barber of, like the guy who cuts their hair. Yeah, I think you're who who read who's posted that. Fabrizio Romano. No, he didn't. No. I think he I mean, means his Fabrizio name is Fabrizio Romano is not is not interviewing Brighton's barber. <laughs> he's not, he's not Brighton's barber on McAllister. That's his name. It's got to be his name. There's no way that he says barber. 
No, I'm I'm trying Hold to. On, find I'm pulling up for Bleach right now. Yeah, I need to go Monday. <laughs> on Monday? Yeah. No, okay, that's six hours ago. Oh my god, it's Friday, Fabrizio. isn't it? Fabrizio. God, who am I looking for? What's his name? Uh Barber. <laughs> Literally just look for Barber. Brighton's Barber on McAllister. No talks ongoing. We know there's going to be interest in Alexis and Casado. Barber. But no, Barber has to be a person. We're we're okay. finding the oh, 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 okay. Paul Barber is Brighton Hove Albion's CEO. Oh, fuck. Ah! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, was, was, I gotta say, you're not alone. I'm looking through all these replies on Twitter, and it's so funny. It's so good. This is they, a... they got his barber involved in this. Things must be serious now. Well, you know. When when people say we don't know ball, maybe, maybe they're right. How's the fuck? All right, good to know. Um, oh, how how well <laughs> at Fabrizio? How well does their barber really know all about this? I just their, their Twitter replies are great. <laughs> I actually fell out of my chair yeah. right there. That was genuine. Uh, anyways, Premier League. That's a great transition to the Premier League. Yeah, <laughs> I I guess so. I guess we are going to the Premier League. There was a big big game. Uh, just yesterday, at the time of recording, it was Manchester City versus Chelsea. They also play later this week. They do and play later this week in the FA Cup. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that on Sunday. The, the, the pundits predict. Yes. I got yeah. three because games. Because I, I have a bone to pick with you about that. But yes, we'll move. We'll okay. move. Uh, one nil victory for Manchester City, as if it wasn't already in doubt for Chelsea to begin with. They were looking to get into the top seven, and uh, yeah, they're not, as Manchester City comes within five points now of uh, Arsenal at the top of the table. Guys, let's start off with the Chelsea side. What's going on? Quickly, um, you wanted Chelsea to get into the top seven. They have gone into the top seven, actually. Uh, top seven injuries uh, because they now have nine starting players out injured. Uh, N'Golo Conte, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, Ben Chilwell, Edward Mendy, Reese James, Wesley Fofana, Armando Broya. And in this game, within the first 25 minutes, uh, Raheem Sterling and Christian Pulisic also out injured. So Chelsea, uh, a.k.a. the walking wounded Love to see that. Get a better doctor. Bring back what's her name that for that that Jose Mourinho fired. What was her name? That's beyond my scope. Who is everything? Uh, did, how do you know that? What? How do you know that? That he got her fired? Yeah. Don't you remember? It was back in like 2010s when Jose Mourinho was Chelsea boss. Mm-hmm. Am I rising? Ava something was her name? The, the, yeah, the, the, the woman physio? And she ran on the field when he was clearly not wanting her to go on the field to help a player. And he lost his mind at her. And she just really? left the club. She was like, no, I'm good. Thanks. Bye. Can confirm oh, Brighton that. Barbers is in Detroit. <laughs> Detroit has Brighton Barbers. Yeah. <laughs> well, how much money would it cost for you to fly to Detroit? To go to Brighton Barbers. <laughs> There's I'm also the Brighton Barber Shop in Hamilton, Ontario. Yeah, that that's go, that is that is the Detroit of Canada. So we can send them there. It it really is. It's just a <laughs> shithole. <laughs> Anyways, Chelsea. Um. Yeah. What is going on? 
you're like, yes, there's the injuries, but you brought in. This is the thing. You fire Tuchel because you're sitting there going, what is, what's going on? We're not a good club. Let's bring in the best possible replacement in Graham Potter. Fair enough. Good move. Uh, a manager who wanted the same move, who was probably by at some point going to go to a big club. And yes, you, you, you swoop them up. But now you're in the same spot you've been in the entire year. There's not a lot of promise for the rest of the year. Reese James, you brought Reese James back way too soon. And now you're in the same spot. Now you have to panic by, and maybe that's not fair to say for Benoit uh, Baladiche or however the hell you say it. Well, I'm sure we'll figure it out the more he plays for Chelsea. But even guys like Dennis Zachariah are getting play games now because he was actually it, very good. I actually liked him. I, I like him too. I never understood uh, why I like, he's fallen off there. I, I really like Zachariah, but still, that's, that's who we're that, talking about. That is literally what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's booking his trip to Hamilton. He wasn't listening, bro. I, bro, I, no, I'm looking at Pav's Twitter because you know, just um, <laughs> my guy, Pav. my guy t- tweets all about uh, Chelsea. So I'm always the trying. issue at Chelsea. I think is pretty plain and simple and clear. Uh, Chelsea this season have played 17 games and they've scored 20 goals. But why? Uh, because they don't have a goal score. You're well, playing. Kai Havertz at striker, who's not a striker. Can you blame Graham Potter at all? No, no. I mean, I think the How plan this you? season was to use Armando Broya a little bit more. He they, they brought him back. They didn't put him out on loan. They wanted to use their young players. You know, you kept you kept Connor Gallagher. You kept Broya. You you kept uh, you signed Chukwemi or whatever the hell is pronounced. Chukwemeka. I don't know that guy. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, you know, you you had this young core, let's say, and then you brought in someone like Aubameyang. You, you'd hope to get like maybe 10 goals out of him this season. And it's not going to happen. The, I don't blame Graham Potter. I don't. I don't think Graham Potter was the right move for Chelsea. Why? I don't. Um... He he had a good thing going with Brighton because that Brighton squad was working for him and his ideologies. He built that team and, and, and was building it for their system of play, his 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 tactics. I don't feel like this Chelsea team respects him. I, uh, I like uh, funny. Uh, I found a Pav tweet that kind of makes sense. He's in a spot where he has no major results to back onto when facing criticism and no quality of the football we've seen to show is making progress. It's not encouraging. So just no encouraging signs from Graham Potter. Apparently I like Graham Potter as a manager. I think he's done great things in his career, but I just, I don't get the feeling that this Chelsea, Chelsea team, especially the more senior advanced players respect him as a manager. I can see that. What my question now then becomes is what are the odds he loses his job at the end of the year. And it's and here's here's why I asked that question. And I realized that you he that is not at all enough of a leash for him to show what he has. He needs a transfer window, like a full transfer window, not a January. But they have Todd Bowley in there, fresh new owner who wants to see results right now, who is willing to 
chew up money wherever he needs to if that means he's going to win. He's the owner of the Dodgers, Mm -hmm. and he's the one. And right now, the Dodgers are eating $22.9 million just so Trevor Bauer doesn't play on their team next year. He doesn't care about spending the money. So... If that means that you are not getting the results with this new manager, you don't see any progress with any of the results that you're seeing, you're losing against teams that you should probably beat, and you're losing in games that you should need to win. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When do you sit there and go, okay, maybe he's not the guy for us right now? Ultimately, that call is going to be made, I think, sooner rather than later. I mean, I feel, I mean, I liked what Chelsea looked like in the second half versus Manchester City. Yeah. They brought on, they brought on Omari Hutchinson, they brought on Lewis Hall, and they brought on Connor Gallagher. I thought all three of those players had very good games, actually. And then I thought Zakaria was very, very good in the midfield. Kovacic, not too bad. He had a couple decent moments. I'm not sold on Kukarea right now. Mm, there's a lot going around, eh? Uh, it's too bad Raheem Sterling got injured. I don't think Raheem Sterling is being used in the right capacity. He's not being able to get forward and use his pace in behind as much. <coughs> Hakim Ziyech, he had a great World Cup for Morocco. Um, he hasn't done it in the Premier League for Chelsea that much. But I question that about, you know, you talk about quality when it comes to the World Cup and the competition in the Premier League. Is that is that a case you think, you know, Ziyech was able to perform at the World Cup because the competition wasn't as strong compared to the Premier League at, you know, at a national level. I don't know if that's a fair comparison. I think it's just more system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hakim Ziyech mm-hmm. was able to play alongside Hakimi down that right wing. Uh, the two of them linked up very well. Morocco's game plan just worked very well. And Ziyech was able to get on the ball, mm-hmm. do what he does well in terms of playing good passing, uh, good crossing to the box, beating a man. He just hasn't done that at Chelsea his entire career. Chelsea, really, he hasn't done that. The biggest point for me, though, is Kai Havertz up top is not a striker. He's not a striker. But he's been played there how many times? Thomas Tuchel did it constantly. Chelsea played a Champions League final with him up front. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I don't understand. I don't understand how you let Kai Havertz stay but let Timo Werner go. That was that was as soon as that move was made, I went, I think you're losing the wrong German. 
because uh, and look what happens he's out there i was ta- talking about it the other day with uh, uh liam as well from a kickback i'm pretty sure he has either 11 or 16 goals amongst all competitions already this year 11 I, uh timo verner uh, timo verner timo verner i always and- liked him well, Kai Havers is also 23, so I think there's a lot more potential there, and I think he's done well for Chelsea. We're How 20, old is Timo like, Werner? 26. Oh, well. so a bit Here's of, a question you know... for you, though. Here's a question for you, though. We are currently recording this on January 6th. Mm-hmm. You are Todd Bowley. You are uh, Graham Potter. You're in charge of Chelsea. You've scored 20 goals this season. Who do you sign as a striker? You have Nkunku coming in the summer. He's a proven goal scorer. Who do you bring in for six months to score you goals to help you get into the European spots? There, well, there's not many names. Well, it sounds like I don't know because they keep they keep falling out. They had Enzo Fernandez maybe, but now they fall out there. Uh, Mudrik is going to go to Arsenal, I'm sure. Uh, Joao Felix, I'm sure, is going to go to United. They keep getting the short end of the stick. You, you, you could, you know, look at around the Premier League. Ivan Tony's got 12 goals. Mitrovic. <laughs> yeah, but what Fulham. happens with Ivan Tony? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. true. Mitrovic, Fulham. I, I mm. dare, dare I. <sighs> no, I don't want to toss it. his name in a hat because this hat is a this is a dumb name to put in this hat. Say it. He's too old. He's old. Say but... it. But I say know he can score I, a goal. I'm gonna say the same name. I think. Okay, you say Jimmy yours. Fucking Vardy. Okay. Brad was gonna yeah. say what? Fucking Ibrahimovic. Yeah. No. I, I same team though. I was gonna say Olivier sure. Giroud. Bring him back. Sounds like he's gonna get a transfer. It sounds like he, he's probably gonna head out. Uh, Manchester United's been linked to him. Heck, why not? Victor Osimhen and Napoli is a big deal right now. He's got nine That's, goals. There's, you know what? There's a couple too. You could get Marcus Turam, who's who's uh, uh, Tato uh, Martinez. <sighs> Got to hit the net go first. for someone like, or or do you do you try to make a splash, and and really try to find like a strike partnership for next season that includes Nkunku? I don't know. Do you go for like a Rafael Liao? That's not a. Bad He'll show. cost a ton of money. I, I think they're gonna target him more Cavarcellia from Napoli, but do you know, think so? Chelsea men from Napoli, maybe it's tough Ooh. to say, but they need, they need scoring now, right? Like it's yeah, exactly hey. Jonathan David. Hey, I want him in United. United <laughs> not cost even half of what Rafael no, yeah. Leal would cost. So. Um, but what else not like Jonathan Jonathan David currently sits fourth amongst uh, all players in all the top five leagues. Yeah, he would, he'd, he'd be great. Sir, I haven't even finished the fucking stat yet. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good that's a good call, buddy. No, that's good. Yeah. Uh, no, you oh, never mind. I'm not. It, it's expected goals. It, it's fourth and expected goals amongst Europe. I'm fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> what did you want to talk uh, about? Was you like to your your resume to the ninetieth minute to replace was you? Send us an Instagram uh, DM or on Twitter. We are now accepting applicants to replace Wazinho. <laughs> no, it's me. I'm just fed up. I'm leaving. Brett has also quit, so you can also apply to be Brett if you are loud and in charge. 
Send us a DM. Yeah. Well, Unless your, your name is Vinny. If you want to replace me next week, you can do that. Replace. Oh, yeah. He's going to Vegas. You're going to Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, a bad, that's a bad time for everyone that in Las is, Vegas. That is a bad time. Walk um, towards everybody. Uh, let's keep going with uh, Chelsea before uh, the Premier League before we get uh, too far into our banter here. Uh, a lot of uh, still more interesting results in uh, the Premier League the last couple of weeks or last couple of days, I should say, not the last couple of weeks. Um, where should we go next? I want to talk. You know what? No, I know what we want to talk about. You better talk to where I want to talk about. Uh, are what? we talking about Jurgen Klopp's uh, demise? Because well, I don't get it. it. I don't understand it either. 3 1 loss to Brentford without Ivan six goals in this game yeah yeah literally the ball was in their net six times maybe seven like that and two of them got called back like they're what virgil van dyke comes off at halftime now it's coming out that he may have an injury and may be out for even longer which is even better for liverpool why is there trouble brewing in liverpool Yeah, yeah, really? there is. It's time. It's time to shake it up. It's time to just drop that atom bomb and see what happens. You have you you've made the signings. You you have attacking players there. I mean, I'm looking at a 30 year old Mohamed Salah who was signed to a massive contract, by the way, uh, sitting on seven goals this season. Meanwhile, fucking Erling Haaland's got 21 or whatever the hell he's on. Yeah, I'm seeing Alexander Arnold, who is described as the best attacking fullback in the history of football, with uh, one assist this season. Really, so that's it. He's got one Premier League assist. Wow, wow. Uh, I'm looking at Van Dyke and Konate, who I think are very good. Are arguably one of the best center back partnerships in world football. Not keeping clean sheets. Not doing anything dramatic in terms of defending very well. They're letting Brentford put six past them. Allison, who I really like, he's being hung out to dry quite often. But for me, it's the midfield. Yeah. Midfield has to change. Harvey Elliott, Fabinho, Tiago, you that, that's who played against Brentford. I I don't know. I don't know. Nabi Keda came in for, for Harvey Elliott at halftime. What I don't I don't get it. What can be done? Because realistically, I mean, yes, you're in the January transfer window. They sit where they sit. I'm trying to find some rumor. There we go. Um, Mateus Nunes has been the biggest name that they have been like seriously linked to from Wolves. Amrabat's another one. Another Nunes at Liverpool? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, Moses Caicedo is another one that they're uh, attached to. Mohamed Kudos, Benak, uh, Benasir, excuse me. I just, but I don't see those players. Hell, Yunus Musa is also on this list. Um, I But none of those guys are really players right now, right now. That could come out there and and change this team because and yes, I, I I completely agree that it's in the midfield. You watch that game against Brentford and the transition game between the two teams are are completely different, completely different. And because there's no midfield, Brentford was just able to run through the midfield because they just dropped back or they were too late coming back from from attacking. 
And then it was just time and time again, the midfield got beaten. The defenders were just exposed one-on-one. I mean, they're not able to handle when teams attack them, it seems. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand. Is it... I feel like the stupid one asking this question again, though. But Klopp, what what do you do? I because I, I this one I don't think you 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 move on. I don't. But you've been the 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 only reason why I ask is because it's seven years now. Is it maybe time to change the guard a little bit here? They have, it sounds like their ownership group. I don't know too much about what's going on there, but it sounds like there may be a change in the ownership group there as well. Is they, or, or are they maybe thinking a change in regime too? Like what, what's, what's. Yeah, I'd probably what, blame the owners of Liverpool. I feel like, I don't know if they've, it's tough to say because, because they just spent how much money on Darwin Nunez, right? You can't really. Like he's been, what, he's got financial is, backing. Like, but what have the owners done wrong? They've given I, him who he wants. Yeah, like, he signed Darwin. They just maybe, maybe it does Jack come down Cole. to Klopp because I don't think Klopp has necessarily built his second team well or prepared as the next I, era. You know what I mean? I remember saying that last season, and Lucas disagreed with me. I said. When you take the starting 11 off for Liverpool, the second-string players are not as strong as Manchester City's second-string players. Not even close. Not even close. Same as anybody. 100%. When you're going toe-to-toe with Manchester City, you need to emulate them. You need to to, to try your best to be as good as them in in all terms, all capacities. You know, I think I I saw a video a couple of years ago talking about how Sir Alex Ferguson knew when it was time to build his kind of next team, like moving on from like, you know, 99 and that little era to the Ronaldo era to, the, you know, post Ronaldo. He kind of knew when to shift. Do we, have we seen that from Liverpool? I think, you know, signing well, Jota and I mean, so, so Darwin Nunes is 23. Harvey Elliott started. He's 19. Trent is yeah. 24. Kanate 23. Then you brought in Curtis Jones, who is 21. Wow. Uh, you have Stefan Bajic, I want to say. Here's a question. Here's a question. He's been playing a few games. You have Fabio Carvalho, who's 20. Kelleher, uh, Joe Gomez is still relatively injured. You have Jota. You have Luis Diaz. Don't forget about him either because he had he was explosive when he came into Liverpool. And you got Cody Gakpo. Would we be having this conversation if Darwin Nunez finished all those chances about Liverpool? You know, would we? Is is it all? On, it's City not. I don't want to put. I don't want one percent conversion rate. I don't want to put it all on him, but I'm just saying it's. It's, it's, it's all a, on him because he's the center forward. They paid the money for him to come in yeah. and score goals. Or, or is the support there for him right now? So oh, funny. Is still in Cairo for some reason. Who, who Salah is. Yeah, mental. He's in Cairo. He's oh, up in a oh, fucking oh, pyramid because you don't know what the fuck he's doing. So, the expected non-penalty or the non-penalty expected goals right now for Darwin Nunes, he is eleventh in all the top five competitions, which is very interesting. He's sitting at a seven point four. He's sitting above guys like oh, Ivan wow. Tony, Oshman, Cuckoo, Vinicius, Tammy Abraham, Mitro, all these players. He has five goals. <laughs> Five goals. So, and I was listening to this guy who is a Benfica supporter or something like that. And he mentioned that the year before he had. I saw five that. Goals, I five saw that. goals or yeah. something like that. 
Now, the following year afterwards, he had like 28 or something. Oh, like that. that was A and nine skills. Yes, well, sure. I, I don't. I, it, was it him? I, I, genuinely I saw don't a TikTok know. on that. Yeah, I think that that I think that's what it was. But yes, there you go. So and I am one of the harshest guys on Darwin Nunez. I, I, I can appreciate that or, or, or acknowledge that. But maybe there needs to be patience. But how much patience do you have when you you're sitting here? every day going uh we're still behind this team this team this team my other thing is is, so you asked um uh about the ownership group here and it sounds like what i'm gathering is it's similar to and this is just quickly while you guys were talking it sounds like liverpool supporters aren't happy that he isn't spending a lot of money in the transfer Mm -hmm. window and which was even more exemplified when, because they are the Fenway Sports Group, the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. The Boston Red Sox just signed uh, Rafael Devers to a two hundred like thirty five million dollar contract, two hundred seventy five million dollar something like that contract for eleven years. And so uh, Liverpool supporters are going, okay, so you're willing to throw money at, at Rafi Devers, who hits a baseball, which I, I'm a baseball supporter, so don't come at me. Um, and, and you won't do it to, to a team that will win you a lot more money because the Boston Red Sox are the Boston Red Sox. So uh, fair enough, but I don't know. They're, they're playing from behind. Shall we? Uh, what do you Just to one more point. They've spent money. And they, I think they spent good money on players like Nunes and Gakpo. They need to spend a bit of money maybe in that midfield. And they need to find someone who can be the anchor, be that guy for this next generation of the team. So yeah. continue, Wazinho. Shall we move on to the pundits predict? Sure. Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Well, I ended off here. It's We're at the 50-minute mark. This there's a lot in world football we missed. We, we could we could we could also go for like another 30 minutes about you know Greg Bellhalter versus the Geo Valley, the, the, the Raiders. <laughs> That is ugly. Like, yeah. That is ugly. That. That's a wild one. Napoli got the first loss of the stuff. season. Yeah. yeah, we'll get into miscellaneous stuff after pundits predict. Yeah. We'll get into some banter afterwards. But uh, with the actual predict, Sunday league, I yes, exactly. That's why we're called Sunday league pundits. But was I have a bone to pick with you with our uh, predictions here? What's that? Uh, well, because there was a match. Today for Manchester United, yeah, that there was there was supposed to be a, a uh, exclusive. But I don't know if it was for this one or if it was for uh, the Premier League. But uh, you put Manchester City versus oh. Manchester United, <laughs> the Manchester Derby for this week's uh, that was my bad bet exclusives, and uh, that is not until next week. So uh, yeah. do you want to explain yourself? No, I just I, I googled. Premier League, and I just went with the near. Yeah, I, I, I told, I didn't know the FA Cup was even happening. <laughs> as, as Waz says, Google lied to him. <laughs> yeah. Google everything, everybody. Uh, no, sorry, I just had to get on you for a second. Uh, what, what do you want to look at for pundits predict, Wazzy? Uh, the first big game we have this week is uh, well, it's on Sunday, Man City versus Chelsea in the FA Cup. Odds for that are p- minus two eighty six Man City on Cool Bet. By the way, pundits predict power by Cool Bet. A draw is plus four twenty five, and Chelsea to win is plus seven twenty five. So, Man City to the favorite. Um, I will probably go City. I. Uh, it's hard to predict against Manchester City. It really I'll is. I'll go. I'll say 
it'll be a draw, but it's gonna go to pens, and I think the 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 Mad City will win on pens. You can't go to pens. You do replay. Oh fucking hell! I'll be a draw. <laughs> Let's give me a draw. <laughs> there you go. What I've there learned in this past thirty-four seconds here is was is a. He hates the FA Cup. First, he forgets yeah. about it. He just doesn't understand it. You hate the FA. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to chase the sauce. You know what? It's plus 735, did you say it was? Yes. For Chelsea? For I'm chasing the sauce. Why not? Why the hell not? Uh, they're coming. You know what? They played better in the second oh, half. Oh, it's plus, plus 725. 725. There you go. I am going to absolutely hammer that because that, I mean, of course, I like to chase the sauce. We're going to do it. But how great would it be to see City get knocked out because of, of a team that they just slept on after beating them? They're like, oh, no, we're not going to win another trophy. What? And Pep goes, oh, I need you to do do it, Liam. But yeah. No. Pep, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, what I want to see Pep doing. Uh, chances are Chelsea rotates their side a little bit and plays some of those youngsters who we did see in the Premier League. Uh, chances are City does rotate as well. I mean, they'll play Rico Lewis and whoever the fuck else they want to toss in there. Maybe Julian Alvarez can actually get a game because he deserves it. He had a great World Cup. Uh, uh, Manchester City, 3-1. Ooh, clean, wow. simple, easy. Ooh, next. So sorry. We're going to La Liga. Ooh, si, Senor España is where I like to be. We have Atletico Madrid versus FC Barcelona on uh, January eighth. Um, uh, interesting odds here. Atletico is plus two twenty. A draw is plus two thirty four, and for Barcelona to win, it's plus one thirty nine. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know what? Yes, they're coming off a weird match against a third division team. <laughs> that which was, weird. was That was weird. World football is fucking weird. It is. But I just, I don't like Atletico Madrid's game at all. At all. Especially under Simeone. Uh, I, I'm curious to see how they'll play throughout the uh, transfer window to see who goes in, who goes out, and how much that affects them. I know Joao Felix isn't exactly a massive part of that team, but still, I think Barcelona hammers them in this match. Hammers them. It could be like 5-0, 6-0. Genuinely. I'm, I, I am going to I'm going to take Barcelona. Yeah. I'm going to take Barcelona as well, but I'll be very much opposite in terms of conservative. 1-0. 1-0 uh, Barcelona victory. Ooh. It's because they play back, right? Like that, that, They play on their heels all the time. I, I just I feel like Barcelona might come out and just, I'll go, just I'll go take Tunil advantage of Barcelona. What scoreline? 2-0 Barcelona. 2-0, okay. I don't know Sorry, why. I, I couldn't have... understand you with your thick Catalonian accent. I never. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith in Atletico for, to score goals, especially in big games. I don't know why. Sorry. I will go Serie A next if we're good. 100%. I love the Serie A. Uh, big game, big game against... Uh, ooh, we got um, a couple here. I will go with... 
AC Milan versus AS Roma. Also, oh we have a minus 114 for AC Milan to win, plus 274 a draw, and plus 344 AS Roma. <laughs> I hated all of that. Maldini. I hated that all. Honestly, okay, what I would do. I and not 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 I'm not suggesting you do this, but what I would debate because I I'm a, a AC Milan supporter for for the Serie A. That's that's my team in the Serie A. If I had to cheer for one, so I, I'll stand out for for Sandro Tonali. I don't care. So what I would do, uh, or what I I'm thinking of doing, is throwing this in a parlay to catch the. To get something out of that 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 uh, uh, minus what was it minus one minus two twenty five what was it? It was minus one fourteen for Milan one, to win. Okay, minus one fourteen. I would. Th- I think I'm gonna throw that into a parlay because I want AC Milan to win. So I'm gonna take AC Milan in this one. Throw it into a parlay of the three matches we've already done, and I'm gonna say it, it's gonna be a tough one. I might say two one win. Hmm. Tough one. Tough one. What are you feeling, Waz? What do you think? I'm going upset. I'll go 2 1 Roma. Ooh. Jose Mourinho Masterclass. You're both wrong. Oh, boo. Wait. Oh. You're both wrong. Boo. Nil nil, baby. Zero zero at the San Siro. Hmm. Bonjour, Arabadachi. Ciao, Bella. Bonjour in French. I just flipped off the camera. What are you going to do about it? Shut up, bitch. Any more? Any other ones? Buzzy? That's all. We only want three games there. Here. We only want three games. You missed out, though, on what could be the greatest scoreline in the history of football. Although that was pundits predict. Pundits predict. That's the word I'm looking for. Powered by Cool Bet. Let's get into our Sunday league. As uh, I, I quickly before we get into that, I just want uh, um thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers to uh, Gianluca Vialli, Italian legend who passed away this uh, morning. Um, mm-hmm. He was diagnosed with uh, pa- pancreatic pancreatic cancer in 2018, and uh, unfortunately he passed away. He was a part, I think, of the coaching staff with Italy when they won the Euros. Uh, I think he was a Chelsea legend, former Chelsea player, and manager. So an Italian legend, well-respected. So it's very sad to hear that. Um, yeah. And also yeah, for sure. And yeah, and also when it comes to sadder kind of stories, um, well, shout out to Mar Hamlin. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was going to do that at the end of this episode, but yes, yeah. um, a lot of, if you aren't familiar with what is going on, uh, Damar Hamlin, a player for the Buffalo Bills, uh, suffered cardiac arrest on the field during a game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, he did have to be resuscitated with a CPR and an AED. He is now, uh, I believe that happened on Thursday or Sunday or Monday, excuse me. That yeah. happened on Monday. I forgot it's Friday. It happened on Monday. And uh, as of, I believe this morning, he is awake he has uh, spoken with the team. He, for a little while, he was uh, not awake, but uh, he's breathing by himself. He has been awake, so fantastic news to him. Uh, if you do feel so kind, uh, he does have a toy drive that had a goal of two, uh, 
$2,500. That has now surpassed $7 million thanks to donations. So there's that as well. So thinking of him and his family in that situation, it's it goes beyond sports. So yes, thank you for bringing good that up. Into a, a very negative uh, situation. But yeah, uh, yeah. definitely that, that deserves all the attention of the sports community. But uh, like I was saying, the most dramatic, the most insane, the most, quite frankly, disgraceful scoreline in the history of sports. Yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> what the fuck is this? What is happening? This man has left. He's no, I don't understand this. Like He's been doing this the whole show. He's been talking over people. He's been moving on to stuff, and now he just walks away. I don't get it. I don't get you. Welcome what back, sir. It's Waz's world. We're just fucking living in it, baby. I'm sorry. I, I said I was going to remember. I got a coffee. You just got... Oh, fuck off. I am so sick of this. Liam... I get disgusting, <laughs> disgraceful. Liam De- Waz doesn't want to talk about this. He doesn't want to talk. That's about this. fair. I he don't want to talk about this. We are called Sunday League pundits, so part of it means that we talk about Sunday League. So to talk about Sunday League, because that is where we were going. Waz and I weren't there. We both you, had to work. You, you're the lucky ones. <laughs> Yeah, so I heard, I messaged the group chat later because I knew the game was over. I said, so, how'd the game go, boys? And I just got a response back from Liam going, please don't do this. <laughs> Why was it bad? What we happened? Up, we, showed up, we showed up to the game. I got into the dressing room and I went, hmm, where is everybody? I got there with 25 minutes for the game. There's about uh, two other people in this dressing room. Not, not a good start. Uh, Greg walks in. He goes, I don't know if I can play today, guys. I've been sick all week. He just, he sat there. He sat there in, his, in like his regular clothes. He just sat there and sat there. He's like, I'm only going to get dressed if we don't have enough players. Well, I believe we looked out the door and there was five minutes left in the game before us. And uh, we had uh, eight people. So I said, Gregory, I said, Gregory, get your stuff on. You're, you're playing tonight. So oh. we had nine, nine players. Gregory was very sick still. So eight players. Uh, one of our players, I don't know what happened, but he was vomiting before halftime. The entire, okay. So was it, uh, okay. Yes, yes, so, it was, yes. Yeah, okay, because that happened last game too, but it was yeah, that's what everyone sees. Oh, he threw up last game too. He threw up again, (laughs) but I'll give it to him. He puked and rallied, boys. He came back. Did he? Oh, Oh, no one else. (laughs) Basically, seven players, seven players uh, all game. Yeah, uh, against the second place team, very good players. Uh, I have nothing to say. Um, at one point in time, we were down two one. We were in the game. I heard about that. No Banger kidding. of a goal. Insane goal. Great what? goal. Yeah. Bardownski. Hunter? No. Big man JD. Oh, come on. Back Let's the go. Point. Back Let's to the go. point. Big man. Big man had a, had a big goal. Halftime, we about. played a superb first half. We were down 4-1, but it was a very good first half. We defended well. We actually played just a couple, couple bad goals, but yeah, you know what? But... We played well. Um, then we got tired. Then yeah, we started to, to drop, and uh, 
forwards stayed forward. It was five versus two every single time. Goal, 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 goal. Every time they came forward, goal, goal. I think they scored seven goals in the last seven minutes. It ended 13 1. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I got worried today. Goal. I was in goal. I I would like to say I made a couple saves that were all right, you know. I'm going to say that game could have gone closer to 20 if it really wanted to. It was uh, something. It was there was a couple. They missed a lot of chances too. They I missed spoke with really the, like open nets. They just missed them. I spoke with the assistant coach today, our friend Pope, and he yeah, he it? said Lucas did not know that you guys were even playing. Yeah, Luke. Uh, Greg texted Lucas, "Hey, are, are you want are you wanting a ride to the game?" Lucas goes. We have a game today, so <laughs> mentality was not there. Mentality was gone for for Every, everybody's still twenty twenty two. Was he there? No, no, no. no. Um, so I have that word means... that I have word that he will be showing up to the uh, rest of the games this season. Let's go. Mazzino is big. retiring. So, You're, are you actually are you finishing I, this year? I can't fucking play. Why? Why? I work commitments, man. What do you mean work commitments? We have a day off next. Oh, he's I'm in Vegas. Fucking Vegas. This guy. This fucking guy. I'm on a he's flight. He's go, imagine him in Vegas, bro. Yeah, like I said, Vegas. I'm gonna go doors. find. I'm gonna go, go find find tacos. Okay, you know the stupid photos we got of him in Nashville. Yeah, Just wait like... until the stu- the photos of him with like some sort of liquor, like. It's, it's, it's just the, the Bellagio going, fountains in the background. What happens in Vegas word, stays word in is, Vegas. I heard a, I heard a word from you know our our boss Jay, the guy who who. Is, <laughs> I heard the last time they were in Vegas together on a nation vacation. Jay's like, "Hi, can we get like a Hummer limousine?" <laughs> <laughs> so no. I'm interested to see what this guy's like. On okay, wow, yeah, I'm sure funny. I'm sure they have a good time. But at the end of our Sunday league game. Oh no! Big man JD, our goal scorer. Yes. yes. Decide. He said. He said to me. He said the next time they come forward, I'm taking man, not ball. <laughs> he took the man as the buzzer went behind me. Just clean, clean swipe. This guy proceeds to take off his shirt. Ready what? to not JD. The other team takes off his shirt. His entire back is tatted, which is a full like, and I'm talking like. Like full on tats. Like we're not talking puppy dogs and rainbows and fairies. Man's just tatted down. <laughs> fucking his back. dragon. So JD is face to face with this guy. This guy's shorter than him. And he and JD just goes, Are we swinging or what? <laughs> and then Adam, Adam, as we're walking out, had the best line I've ever heard in the history of indoor football. It's dead silent. The game's done. Teams are walking off. The the crowd, it's 10 o'clock at night. No one else is there. It's silent in the building. All you hear is Adam from across the field goes, hey, number 20, you're a bitch. It was so good. I love that kid. I turned around. I was like, all right. <laughs> Dude was full Yakuza. And it he was, was just like, you're a bitch. It was. It was, oh, it was a weird night of football. Like, so we played. I know that team that we played then. Yep. Because they were very good. Well, yeah, I'm, were... I'm half happy I didn't show up to that. Well, that also... were... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, that also means over the last two games, we have allowed 24 goals and have scored four. Well, <laughs> while, you, while you were playing football, I was getting drunk at a bar. I'm shocked. What? 
Yes. I think you missed out, wasn't you? I had four pints to it last night. I'm like, I'm yeah, I call my girlfriend. I'm like, hey, hey, I love you. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> He's like in tears. He's like, I a game. And they're playing the bomba. I fucking love you. Uh. <laughs> Is there anything else we want to talk about on this? No, week's we're episode? wrapping it up on I will, that. I will one. say one thing. Oh no. Shout out for Screen Rovers. We will uh, see you next week. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment. Did you hear about the Easter egg in FIFA? Yes, I have heard about the Easter egg in FIFA. Ryan Reynolds has yeah. a monologue telling telling Liverpool that they're a small club, and he's not wrong, honestly, at this point in time. Darwin Nunes, get a haircut. You look like Andy Carroll. Brett, get a haircut. You look like Jack Black. Wazinho, you look like a... You know what, Wazinho? You actually, with the perfect flop, you might be the Brighton Barber. You might be the Brighton Barber. <laughs> No, you we're know done. What? I'm calling it there. Shut up. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Uh-